NCRP Productions presents Unhallowed Metropolis, Secrets in the Sands, Episode 11. And welcome back to Unhallowed Metropolis again. This is Barry the Game Master. We are going to start tonight with Pedro. Introduce yourself and let's go. Hey everybody, it's Pedro playing Dr. Desmond Wright. Oh boy. Hi, this is Sequoia and I'm playing Frankie the Undertaker. Hello, this is Michael. I'm playing Dr. Everett Wolf, the doctor focusing on alchemy and chemistry. Hey, I'm Ty. I'm running Ray Callahan, the resident pugilist. This is Aiden. I mean, cut. <laughs> <laughs> this is Matt playing Aiden Carter, the antiquarian. Uh, last week I right. screwed up. You right. get this one. Well, I, I like that one better, though, because yeah. he messed up his name instead of the antiquarian. That's perfect. <laughs> and this is Jill. I'm playing Raya the Mourner. So, before we start into what happened last week and catch you guys up, I actually wanted to do a larger catch-up. At the end of our last game session, two-ish years ago, you guys had left on the the flight on the Zeppelin coming to Cairo with a purpose. So, I wanted to kind of go over that make sure that you guys knew what that was and also give our listeners a chance to have a feel for that. So, I can go over it or, or Dr. Wright if you want to. I luckily... Which doesn't happen all the time. I luckily actually made notes, and it's okay. still on my character sheet. Uh, so <laughs> my my first note uh, was to get connected with the Zeppelin. Done, yep, done, did perfect. That. So the overall thing we were coming here to do was Grayling had sent us to find the Temple of Akhenaten because... Uh, or sorry, the city of Akhenaten. Right. Because on one of the objects or something that he had found, he found this image of... Somebody, uh, and I guess it was referenced that it was in the temple, the city of Akhenaten, was holding up some kind of object that was maybe repelling animates yep. by the yep. look of it. Uh, yep. So in order to do that, he had given us two possible leads. One is the Tomb of I in the Valley of Kings, is what my notes say. Uh, that's supposed to have maybe a clue. And then I have a note that says, find clue at Temple of Karnak. Right, so a little bit, a little bit more to it, what he would have given you. And again, it's been two, two plus years. So, Temple of Karnak is the largest temple complex complex in Egypt. And so, if you're going to find something and it's in a temple, there's a pretty good chance it's there. As far as the tomb of I, when he spoke with you guys, that was something I was somebody that was coming up in the very little bit of hieroglyphs that he was starting to work on. For those of you that spoke to Grayling before you left, so I believe that would be Raya, it would be Wright. I don't know that it would have been Wolf, and I'm not certain about Frankie, and I apologize. I, I don't think you were there. I don't think it was. But, but for that group, he was pretty far gone already at that point. I mean, quite often you were talking to his servants, and he was saying, look, he doesn't drink. He does nothing but work on these on these hieroglyphs. I think I remember having to drug him just to give him some sleep. You did. Yes. At one point, you yeah. kind of snuck up behind yeah. him and jabbed him in the neck to, <laughs> to put him down. Towards so, the end, he would only see you. He wouldn't... Right. Yeah. Right. So with the Temple of I, what you're looking for is something, an artifact or a device. And I'm going to hop over to Aiden now because Aiden has a different side for our listeners. Aiden and Ray, if you're just joining us, were actually here in Cairo. They did not come over on the Zeppelin. Ray works for Aiden, so Ray wouldn't have any direct involvement in, in knowing this. But Aiden, you had a couple conversations with Grayling. What do you have for these same things? Well, first was he wanted me to help them to 
get to the Temple of Arnak. Okay. Uh, or Karnak, sorry. And second, he wanted me to assist in finding the tomb of I, who was a pharaoh who followed uh, King Tut. So I've probably been doing some research into that and stuff. Okay. To get that started. He also wanted them to go near, go to the city of, and I'm going to butcher this, Aka, Aka. Akhenaten. We're going to go with Akhenaten, right? Akhenaten. I even wrote it phonetically, but <laughs> Akhenaten. But a lot of people don't know what happened to it, but it's actually probably, the belief is it's like ruins underneath or near Armana, or Arman. Armana. Armana, yeah. Yep. And then, of course, I'm going to take him to meet uh, my Bedouin friends, because I asked them to, uh, they... We worked out a deal. Right, right. The Bedouins were actually in, in our Egyptian adventures. So right. just just catching people up. So that's a component of what's going on. On the greater scheme with the Zeppelin, there are a couple other things I'll, I'll re-mention to you guys. When you guys landed, the captain had mentioned that the crew, everyone but the group of adventurers, plus Mei Ling, Billings, Cal, and Marood, that group was going to take flight. They were going to go over to the area known as Qatar, an area where they are able to pull That's helium Qatar. from. Yeah, Qatar. That was it's it. Qatar. An area. It was okay. Good. Good. Um, it was an area where they can pull helium from. They had expected to be back in some time. So the way you left it, you're fairly certain that when they're back, they're back, and they will wait for you guys. In addition to that, one last thing I'll remind you guys, if it isn't bad enough being here in this oppressive heat, the Shadem walking everywhere, these these people that seem to have just as little concern for life as many of the aristocrats and nobility do in London for the poor, mm -hmm. you guys have also been asked of the possibility of going back through France. So I'll throw that one out there as a down the line that's going to be a, a little scary one for you guys. I per I'm personally really hopeful <laughs> all right so it was last funny. Cairo was really nice until these guys showed up perfectly calm was there like a black cloud that kind of came before us <laughs> there's a storm coming yeah. so nope, nope that's just a zeppelin <laughs> wait wait what's that on the hair on the wind is that is that derude sandstorm on the <laughs> <laughs> so where we left the group we had frankie we had dr wolf and we had Ray back at one of the ENP stations. Wolf was helping with the injured. The other two of you were there basically to keep him company, keep him safe. You were, you were talked to. There was one of the ENP that was bit in the arm. There was the concern that he was going to turn. You guys are staying there in hopes that he might make it, but you well, really don't have Well, they have summoned a whaler, so we'll see right. when, how long that takes. I, ha I am treating him as best I can, but I've, I'm basically, it's like, you know, we're going to have to make sure someone's on him in case he's Right, and the whaler, the whaler is, is on the way at this point. Mm -hmm. With the other part of the group, we're going to come back to you, Dr. Wright. Raya, you are standing watch on the roof. Moments ago, you saw two people running out of the smoke, heading back from the area where you know that the, the marketplace is and where the problems were, where Ray went. You realized it was Marood and Cal, and you would have assumed that they would have come into one of the two buildings. Nobody's come and found you or, or, or said anything, so you got to guess that they're probably heading into... Aiden's home as opposed to the home next door that you guys are staying in and where by the way Aiden is right now 
Then Aiden, you are downstairs. You've just given Dr. Wright the keys. He was hungry. He went next door. And you are still doing work on the Archangel sigil, uh, Archangel seal that you placed on the floor, right? Yeah, I, I think the seal was all done. Uh, I'm now, like, working on finding one of my old Catholic ritual books that has the rite of exorcism in it so I can perform it. Because I think uh, Ray's... Uh, Catholic. Yeah, if he's, if he's anything, he's going to be Catholic. Yeah. Huh. Gotcha. Looking rather dubious at this black holy water. As well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then for uh, Dr. Wright, down the stairs, up the stairs, and while you, you're fumbling with the keys, you were so focused on that, you did not hear anyone approach you. You got the door open, and you got hit from behind, dropped oh. to the floor, and Cal spoke in your ears and said, Doctor, they're after you. And this is where we start so, in. So, uh, and you can give me if I need a roll, but I mean, if somebody came up behind me and dropped me, I think as I rolled up, I would try to go over my gun before I knew who it was because I'm thinking I'm being attacked. I got you. All right. So go ahead and give me. Do you do you have uh, acrobatics by chance? Uh, I do actually. You do. All right. So go ahead and give me an acrobatics roll. It's slightly rusty, but that's not too bad. Um, 13. 13. Well, you had keys in hand. You yeah. had cane in hand. You hit the floor with a with a oh. solid wump. No, you're not able yeah. to come up with it. But it's just a moment, and Cal effectively rolls you up and out. You hear the door slam, and right behind you is Marud, who has put the door shut. And Cal, Cal says, Doctor, sit down. What? My, my and word. Cal puts a hand out to help you up. But I'll look at it, look at Cal, and I'll, I'll reach for it, and I'll say, okay. oh, thank you, my boy. I'll grab this my cane. And... So Cal sits you down, and there is a very long, uncomfortable minute where Cal <laughs> stares at you. Uh, my boy, I appreciate you thinking of my safety. Marud is standing at the door, facing the door. It's... There is no peephole in the door. I did look before I walked down the street. I'm not a fool. Uh, yes, Doctor, I know that. Is she it... says, but I don't want to lose you. You have work to do. Well, yes, I have plenty of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. This and Cal, Cal nods and, and says, uh, so your safety is important to me. Lord Grayling spoke highly of you. Uh, said that it was very important to keep you alive. I feel that in my bowels. <laughs> yes. And there seems to be little poignant stops and looks. Yeah. Yes, Cal. I mean, the, the, the young Grayling, he does uh, tend to want me alive. You know, I keep him well. I've done a lot for his family. I, I You've done a lot for many people, haven't yeah. you, Doctor? Yes, I have. I've helped many people. Uh, now... If you don't mind, is there a reason I'm sitting here, or...? Well, at this point, I want you to stay inside, behind doors. Uh, as far as Marud and I have been able to figure out and ascertain throughout town what little Egyptian I can speak and what little Marud has been able to get from some of the lower class, it appears that the Caliph is looking for a man from London with an eye patch and a cane. The description very much fits you. I can't imagine there's too many in Egypt with this description. I'll shift my cane into the other hand and kind of like, you know, twiddle it a little cane bit. Cane is a cane, my friend. Yes. Uh, I've been curious on how that came about. That, or 
why they're looking for me. You we haven't, haven't been able to find out. If you will please stay indoors and refrain from moving back and forth, I think that we can possibly speak with... Uh, we're in Aiden's home, and, and we've just made a, a, a terrible collection of noises... Where is a where where is it anyone? So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shift back and have my coat kind of fall. I'm not brandishing the weapon. Sure. I'm making it easier for me because this. <laughs> and I'm gonna say, well, they're all next door. I came over to very bring good some food. Just interrupts you and says, get your food. And she says, Marud, if you'll watch him, and he leaves. He leaves like the house. Yep. yep. Marud opens the door. Cal leaves. Marud turns to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Marood. And, and, and again, Cal yeah. said, uh, "Get your food." Yes. Uh, so I'll I'll look at Marood and I'll say, "Well, it's good to have such a capable man protecting me." Very good, sir. And you know, you know Marood in the time that you've been around him. He he speaks very few words, mm-hmm. fairly taciturn, very focused. And at this point, he is simply looking at you. Well, I'm going to go to the kitchen now. Very good. Uh, is there anything you need from me? If you would bring me back beer, I would appreciate it. Yeah, so I'll find you a beer, Marood. Uh, and I'm going to, like, take some steps, and, you know, I'll... I'll, I'll and look back. Yeah, I look back. <laughs> Nervously. Yeah, just kind of, like, glance back. And, like, a beer, just one beer for you? <laughs> <laughs> one will be fine, Doctor. Okay. I'm going to go into the kitchen. <laughs> so, so there were there were a number of notes passed when this was going on. Is somebody passing around the note saying, "Look, you gave me one. I'm taking yours." On. No, no, I was saying. Cal whispered in his ear, "My vagina sends its regards," <laughs> and then stabs it. Oh, I'm in a pickle. Um, so I'm going to go into the kitchen. Immediately look around to see if there's like uh, there's probably not uh, an exit out of here. Well, there's uh, there is an exit out uh-huh. into the back courtyard. You don't know if there's an additional way out of his center uh-huh. courtyard. I, my thing is, is I know Marood. I know I'm not getting anywhere out of his sight. No. So I'm gonna go in there. I'll look for some food and some beer. Beer is easy. You know where that is. Food is gonna be a little more interesting. The collection of ice box and. Uh, Cooler drawers. Yeah, so I'll. Do it's the not. Best. It's not the modern yeah. <laughs> London kitchen. Yeah, so I'll do my best to find some stuff, uh, and I'll get two beers. I'll get one for myself. Okay. Do you bring a beer back immediately, or do you, or to, to Maroon, or do you get your stuff before you come out? Oh, I'm gonna get my stuff. I'm gonna get everything together. Okay. Very um, good. And so yeah, so I'll I'll get it out, and I'm thinking, I'm like very much concerned. So I'm gonna. As I'm in there, do I... Marood's eyesight is not on me, right, while I'm oh, in here? Oh, is, is directly watching you. Okay, I wasn't sure if he followed in. me in or no, not. He, no, he's standing at the door. Okay, he's standing at the door. So, okay, so... <laughs> if you if you periodically do the, you know, the kind of sitcom peek out, there's Marood yeah. staring. He has no, I'm, I'm going to say it's pretty warm, and I'm going to take my jacket off uh-huh. and kind of, like, fold it up and set it on the and table the there. And moves, like, five feet next to yeah. He's still standing exactly in the same position. Oh, boy. <laughs> as I, as I, like, twiddle the, the cane and, like, kind of... Really try and think back. I was like, "Yes, I definitely charged my cane, my shot cane." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna set my valise 
set my valise. My, oh yeah, I'll have to set my valise on the table, um, and then I'll get the food on a plate. So as far down, as food, yeah. are you going for fruits? Are you going for cheeses? Are you going cheeses. for meats? Cheeses, hard meats. I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking dry, mostly dried things. Uh, salami, cheese, bread. If I see things that look like salami, I think mm-hmm. you can count the yeah. hard meats. Yeah. I'm gonna take the, <laughs> and I'm gonna take some of that and cheese because I know those two things. The other Very things good. I'll I'll assume they're not hiding like the poison plants with the edible foods. <laughs> no, but uh, I'll take those and I'll set them on a plate and I'll say, uh, Maru, do you hungry at all? And I'll put the beers out. Okay, he'll 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 walk from the door, yeah. grab the beer, and say, "This is good." So how how long have you palled around with Cal for? Some time. He says, "I and and this is the." First time you have ever heard any form of a slip with him. And he says, I have been with the Mr. Mister for at least 10 years. 10 years? My, you must have gone through some grand adventures with him. The, the, the family did take uh, a number of trips to my country. They brought me back after one. Uh, I can see why you're quite capable, quite capable. Uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna plop down my my valise next to the table. I'll say, now, Maru, do you do you partake in any uh, extracurricular kind of um, alchemical substances by chance? <laughs> so he, and he takes one. You'll see his eyes in a single movement will move to the the open valise back to you, and he says, no. Say, oh, okay. Do you have any qualms of me? Uh, you know, it's been kind of a, uh, a nerve-wracking day. He says, please, and then he turns around. Okay, excellent. So I'll open. So I have it open. So I'm looking for two things. Okay, one, it's my vial of hide. Yep. Okay. So I, my syringe of hide. I want to make sure. Is, no, it, this is my protection. <laughs> this is for me. It's not for him. I'm not giving him a hide. <laughs> this is. I'm. I'm a little worried. So uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> Don't do it. I'll inject my swear. Yeah. I'll inject my swear. Uh, so yeah. So I'm gonna go H-Y-E. ahead and um, notice where that is, and I'm gonna kind of move it around to a more easily reachable location. Okay. And then I'm also going to go ahead and take some, take, you know, my bottle of amphetamines, and I'll go ahead and take one of those. Okay. You're not doing a snort line of meth? Where no, working. no. I'm a classy. Very good. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and take like one of those, take a drink of beer. Um, and so <laughs> close that up. <laughs> Casual amphetamines, everyone. Um, so, so uh, don't do drugs, kids. So um, yeah, so then I'm gonna close that. You know, give, close it. Not all the way. You know, mostly closed. Okay. And then I'll I'll go to the cheese and start eating some. I'll say, uh, Marud, you may you may turn around now if you do. You, are you hungry? Would you like some food? He says, I'm good, sir. Uh, He's I, not turned yeah. like like a child face against the door. Oh, he is facing the door. He is turned yeah. around. Okay, so I'll say, I know Cal said for me not to go outside. I was planning to bring food over back to Aiden. Shall we go and meet back up? We'll wait here, Doctor. Well, Maroon, I know we could wait here, but there I was helping Aiden He turns around mid-sentence and he says, we will wait here, Doctor. That is what Cal asked. And there's no changing your mind, is there? (laughs) There is not. Ah, that is what I thought. Uh, Then do you have any qualms with me waiting in my... Wait, 
We're not staying here. No, nope, no. Nope. Nope. Again, reminder: Aiden, <sighs> Sarah, Ray have rooms here. <laughs> but you're on a nice sofa. Yeah. So, well, uh, I suppose that what we shall do is wait here. Very good, sir. Turns back <laughs> I'm glad you understand. We will, uh, we will wait here and use the secret escape pass. Yes. <laughs> if we were in what? my my house, there would be I'd a be gone. hundred ways out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. The doctor went into the broom closet. Okay, All right. So I'll I'll sit here and casually start coming up on my amphetamines. All right. So for for the other home next door, Aiden, yeah. there is a knock at the door, and then the door opens. It, it Cal walks in, and he notices what's what you've drawn, and you can see that Cal is taking it in. Looks, walks to the other side. You can see that there, that that seeing the sign on the floor definitely interrupted Cal from whatever he was going to say, even to the point where the door is not fully shut. The front door is not fully shut. Looks around and says, "This is expertly drawn. Thank you. What are we What are we containing?" And then Cal walks back and shuts the door while focusing on you. Uh, we are waiting for uh, Ray to return so we can perform an exorcism on him. <laughs> Cal just kind of, <laughs> there's no change to the face, just stares at you and says, Ray is possessed and you let him out? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, <laughs> You and Cal are getting along great, Frankie. <laughs> Me and Ray have worked a long time. I have found it's, it's better to let him go and... Uh, Wait for him to come back, then try to stand in the way. Uh, however, what, possessed by by what? Some spirit. We're, we're <laughs> not sure. You didn't ascertain what type of spirit before you let him leave into uh, the heat? Somewhere into Frankie feels very vindicated. <laughs> uh, the... Do you realize that many of the spirits get control when somebody loses control in something like this? Where did he go? Cal seems to be very concerned and, and a little pissy with you. Too bad. <laughs> the spirit in question was unable to be determined by Mailing, Dr. Mailing. And uh, because of that matter, we uh, I just decided to take a general approach. Raya, you come down the stairs. A so, general approach, which is to let him out. And as you get down to the bottom of the stairs, there's Cal. Cal turns right to you and says... And you let Ray leave, knowing that he was possessed, or did you not know? I thoroughly objected to it, but was overwhelmed. And where is Frankie in all this? Frankie should have known. Frankie's gone. He went with Dr. Wolf. Ah, so that makes sense, because Frankie certainly should have stopped him. And I believe Ray was going to join them at some point, so... And where did where did they go? Where did where did Wolf and Frankie go? Knowing Ray, probably to wherever the fires were at. <laughs> and you can see uh, Cal will drop sentence. his shoulders. <laughs> Cal will drop his shoulders and his head slightly and says, "I'm I'm not certain what the bigger problem is. If if you've released a spirit, so possession. I assume this is something you're at least slightly familiar with. I have here. I have read a considerable amount. Have of you been directly involved in either yeah, an exorcism or otherwise? Somewhat. Somewhat." With your amazing aunt having all that she's done and all that she's been involved in, she has kept you out of it, I must compliment her. So I'm going to look a little bewildered there, and uh, could you clarify on that? And and uh, Cal stands back like Cal must just released a secret Cal wasn't supposed to, kind of has that look, <laughs> and says, uh, 
maybe you should speak with your aunt. All I'm saying is, actually, I will ask a question. Did Sara see him? Yes. And what was her decision? To <laughs> run. In the house with him while he is uh, not restrained. Well, that's, that's probably the right attitude. And did she suggest doing something? I, I, I'm assuming that the circle here was her suggestion, yes? Uh, no, that was my idea. So you don't even know if this will hold whatever it is that possesses I'm him? I'm confident it would hold him. We don't know. So she, he's walking, he's walking around the edge of it, and he says, I haven't dealt with many spirits. I can be truthful about that. Do your Marud have experience dealing with the spirits? No, I'm, I'm sorry, Rai. I just said, I, I don't have much experience with him. I don't know if Marud has at all. I mean, we are on the continent Marud is from, but that, that does not mean anything when it comes to spirits. They have free will... Planet-wide. So, Sara left and went where? Uh, across the street to her friend's house. Um, would would one of you show me? Right, if you yes. want to. Alright, so Cal walks right to the front door, opens the front door, and waits for you. Yeah, I'll go with him. Okay, and so he'll follow you because he doesn't know where you're going. Yeah. Cross the street, the up street. a small set of steps, knock on the door, and Sara answers, and immediately, you don't speak Egyptian, right? No. Okay, so immediately Cal starts speaking. Cal appears to be a very fluent speaker. Some of the sounds that Cal makes, you you have, because you've been around enough nobility and, and nobility speaking different languages, Cal obviously does not speak it like a native, has some really harsh strains to it, but seems to be conversant very much with Sara. Midway through, Cal says, I'm, I'm sorry, Raya, I was asking questions. Sara seems to believe that the spirit that inhabits him could be destructive on a city-wide scale, possibly. I'm, I'm not sure I got that right, considering, <laughs> oh my considering God, that she's literally around. across the street. I think we're the just, spirit and I are going to get along just, just fine. walking with a spirit nuke right next to us. <laughs> <laughs> spirit <laughs> nuke. Okay. Well, so do you do you have a possible belief of where he would be? She she turns back to Sara, says a few things, a very, very slight bow, steps out of the doorway, and Sara shuts the door. I believe uh, Frankie and uh, Dr. Wolf said something about going to the uh, marketplace where all the fray was happening. Very good. Would you attend with me? Absolutely. Are you Are you ready? I'm... Are you geared up? I'm not certain what, what is out. I know that the sirens have stopped. I have everything I need. Very good. We will stop by Aiden's home first. I need to let Marud know what's going on. So you guys walk across the street and down a door, and Cal will go up to the door, knock on the door. You'll see Marud there in a low talking. You'll hear the door knock. Uh, Marud opens it. Cal is there. I jump. (laughs) Cal is there. Cal leans in, speaks into Marud's ear. Maroon nods, says a few things back. Cal nods. Both of them look at you. May I go back next door? Believe no, please stay here, Doctor. Me. And, and Maroon says, no. And Maroon shuts the door. And you hear that interstage. You did hear him, him ask, can I go next door? And both of them say, no. And the two of you start heading up the road. Marood uh, is staying with the doctor. The Marood will stay with the doctor and keep him safe. <laughs> we'll keep him safe. So walking up, Cal says, well, so we came from the area around the marketplace. It is burned to the ground. 
I wonder where we should go next. Let, let's let's see if we can find someone from the ENP that, that might at least be able to direct us. Agreed. So you guys you guys head and walk for about fifteen minutes, which point you, you come to the edge of the marketplace. You're walking very quickly. You come to the edge of the marketplace and as Cal had said, that beautiful marketplace, the smells some terrible, but the majority of them good, it is burned. You have seen areas where home defense has done that in London. It's the same thing. Burned to the ground. Black everywhere. And well, I'm uh, going to comment that they probably have something like Death Watch here. She says, I'm all but certain of it. He. Yeah. He. I, I'm all but certain of that. I, I guess let's walk in farther. We, we do need to find him. Absolutely. Where do I think that knowing... Dr. Wolf, as well if as I do. So Where if do I they're safe, if they are safe, if they're not held up somewhere, you would know that Dr. Wolf would either head back to the house being responsible or would go and find somebody injured to help. And in a situation like this, the chances of someone injured are very high. Okay. So possibly, you know, possibly a hospital or some form of rescue shelter, that kind of thing. So I'll let Cal know that he'd probably have gone to a hospital or a rescue shelter or uh, someplace where there'd be injured people that he could tend to. Very good. So the two of you kind of are walking blind. There's, There's not really a direction to it. You do fairly quickly come across an, an EMP station. It's designated by a large red star on the front. Otherwise, you wouldn't notice it as being anything other than okay. just another building. Well, let's check here. Yeah. They may know or they may have seen them. Cal, Cal walks with you in, speaks at the front, the person at the front desk. The person says something. Cal says, oh, good news. It's, he's inside. And says something back, okay. and the two of you are brought in. Okay. So as you go in, you're going down a hallway, you're going to see Ray leaning against the wall. <laughs> right? Right? I, picked, I, got, I got Ray picked. Um, leaning against the wall. As you guys come closer, Cal will say, Ray, how are you feeling? A very peculiar, not even a hello or good morrow or anything like this. I Just swear Ray, to God, if I hear that question one more time tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, we're going to need you to calm down. Ray, you need Settle down, and you need to come with us. So Cal fiddles around in his pockets for a little bit, takes out what appears to you to be a token or a coin, Raya, and and says, Ray, would you be so good as to hold this for me until we get home? Until we get home, I have to wait for the doctor to fix whoever he's fixing. Give me just a moment. Where is he? In, In here? Yeah. Okay, so Cal opens the door, and for the two of you inside, mm-hmm. Frankie, you're, Cal walks in. And, I'm glad and says, to see Cal. Okay, I had, I had assumed. Do you have this in hand, Frankie? The doctor? Yes. Yeah, Wolf's completely focused on whatever patient yeah, he, stuff he's and, doing. And Cal's so. going to ignore Wolf. Yeah. Remind me to tell you how much I had him in hand earlier. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, that's that's going to be a nice conversation. Mm-hmm. We're, we're taking Ray Forceps. back to Aiden's home. If you need help, give me a shout. And Cal leans in closer and says, are you aware of what's going on with Ray? Yeah, he seems okay so far, but... Good. No no outward... No demonic possession outbursts. Very good. I mean, we we haven't been around him a lot, but 
he seems to be in control as far as I've seen at all times. So yeah, I, I would agree. My God, the reason he's so in Ray control is, is because he's always the... angry. My God, we <laughs> figured out it's the ultimate hack. As I'm standing in the hallway with you, you would notice that I do have my hand on the hilt of my weapons. Oh boy, we're going through this again, aren't we? So Cal comes out, shuts the door, and says, "Ray, uh, join us, please. We're, we, Aiden needs you back at the house." Well, who's going to translate for those two bozos? Give me just a moment. <laughs> and, and Cal goes to the, to the uh, front desk, and as he's walking away, turns back and says, uh, you can follow. I just need to ask a few questions. And speaks a few, few moments to the man at the front of the EMP, nods, writes something down on a piece of paper, says something, points at one line that he's written down, says something and points at the second line that's written down, the man there nods his head, and then Cal writes a number down, which you would not notice, but Ray, would you take notice of what Cal's writing? Absolutely. That's Aiden's <laughs> address. So, yeah. do you follow? Cal says, and we're off. I have an important question for yes. Ray. Do you remember this? what I told you about the safe word? <laughs> Don't forget the safe word. <laughs> so, do you follow? Looks at... Level one intellect. No. <laughs> Darn. Of course he follows. Right? Um, I follow, but um, my hands um, are definitely sitting on my knuckle dusters. Okay. So Cal you don't have a takes choice. up. <laughs> Cal yet. takes up a very calm demeanor. Starts talking to you, asking, "So, so what happened? Tell me. We didn't make it. Marud and I were actually farther in town when all of this craziness went down. I heard you went into the marketplace. Tell me about it." Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like there was an um, animate attack. EMP came in with their flamethrowers, started wiping the place out. I showed up a little earlier, trying to find Wolf and Frankie, trying to get them back to the house. But that Wolf, he certainly likes to help people. That's been that's been my understanding, and and Cal will look at at Raya for a moment, and then look back at you. So is is this common? Basically, you're probably dim enough; you're not going to get it. Mm-hmm. But Raya, you're going to absolutely notice Cal is literally talking to pass the time. Yes. But Cal's going to ask you questions like, "Is this the way the ENP works at it? This this burn you're talking about mentions to you that the Death Watch does the same thing." <sighs> I don't necessarily know if um, Ray is super... He'll explain, but I think he definitely suspects something's going on. Very good. All right. Just because of everything that's been going on tonight. All right. I will give you that. Absolutely. (laughs) He's dim. He's not... (laughs) Not dumb. Right. There's a difference. So do you... Street uh, start, not book smart. (laughs) Do you envision at at any point that you're going to drag your feet or find a way to go slower? Or are you willing to accompany them at... And they're not running. (laughs) They're walking. Look for an ENF or a cable truck. You know, so... Oh, you're in danger. Stranger danger. Well, I've heard of the mourners and I know they're tough, so... (laughs) And though, here's the thing. Raya definitely looks threatening to you. Cal does not look threatening at all. I am absolutely Cal- threatening. <laughs> Cal is, is confident, is is talking. Uh, were you able to read people much better, you might see something. But Cal is a consummate performer when it comes to this. Uh, even at times will will touch you and make a joke on, the sh- you know, on your shoulder and give you a punch, that kind of thing. Very, very jovial, very friendly, very positive. 
starting to get a little bit angrier. <laughs> so my, my main question is, is there any reason that you would slow up, drag your feet, or anything? No, but I think partway, probably partway I'm going to go, so have you guys made it back to Aiden's at any point during all this nonsense? Well, actually, yes. I came over and picked up Raya. We spoke with, uh, with Marood. You've heard what's going on with the doctor. Uh... Apparently, the Khalif oh, yeah. appears to He's be out. looking for him. Yeah, yes. EMP are after him. We're, we're trying very, very much to get everyone back in the group. Ray, you didn't travel on the Zeppelin with us, but there is a small group of us that you met that came on the Zeppelin. It is imperative that that group stays together. We are here for a number of reasons, not the least of which is not to die. <laughs> well, I, think that's a gi- I think that's a given, Cal. <laughs> very good. Did I understand that you're, and, and again, Cal is off on that uh, very, very friendly banter. You get the feeling that Cal's trying to learn some more about you. Ask, I'm getting more of the feeling like the guy who has never said a word this entire time is suddenly talking to me. Well, yeah, you can take it that way too. He's going to ask, and, and again, anything, I need to know anything you would not tell him. He's going to ask, it's, it seems like you must have some Irish descent. Were you, did you start in Ireland? Did you leave your family for a problem? And, and again, not really deep questions. Not like, tell me about your childhood. <laughs> but but specific, you know, like, what, you know, did you leave for a, for some uh, problem, but doesn't push to any extent? Asks about your travel. How do you? How did you end up how in Egypt? How does it feel to be a spirit nuke? <laughs> <laughs> right. At least tell. Now tell Dr. Freud gotcha. how you felt about your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Um, was he a coal man? <laughs> no, I'd, I'd tell him that, yeah, I had to leave Dublin because I ran into a lot of trouble. And that's kind of been the story as I go. I've been around the Mediterranean is I stay the, I stay wherever I've been for a little bit. I get into some form of trouble. I need to leave. Cairo has been where I've been able to stay the longest. How long have you been here? Oh, I've been eight, I've been here eight years. So I have met a few people that have said similar things. My, my curiosity comes with this. Do you believe that the problems that you've encountered were your doing, that you are the direct cause of them, either by mistake in the wrong place at the wrong time, or potentially, and I don't mean to impugn your honor, but potentially you doing something directly that puts you at odds with the people around you? Well, in my line of work, you don't exactly have things happen by accident. I can understand that. Fighting, right? This is what we're speaking of. You prize fight is what I understood. Prize fighting is a little bit harder to get into when you can't stay in one place for too long. But I can imagine you don't get a rep. You don't get a name. Here in Cairo, it's a whole lot harder. Um, but I'm a thug. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, that's a work where coins best, and I don't ask a whole lot of questions. But so, what's made you leave I, I, again? If I'm if I'm pressing too much, please, please, and again. Continuing to be very friendly, very light manner about it. The time going home is passing very quickly. I'm going to uh, stop walking. Okay, just like stop? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Ray, what's wrong? How much did Aiden he say? weapons. Okay. I don't mean to be obtuse, but about what? <laughs> and Cal is completely relaxed and almost, almost on the balls of his feet. Just nothing is wrong. There is that poignant air about Cal. There is nothing wrong. About what's going on tonight? Anything specific? Well, so far, what what we know is the doctor is being chased. There was an animate attack, 
and you came back from an evening's excursion with no understanding of exactly what happened. Do, do I have all of it? And for the first time, Cal does not sound completely jovial. I think you're forgetting we're all on the same side. Yeah, and, and, and Cal, and you'll see this. Cal will interrupt what you were about to say and say, yes, Raya, and puts a hand on one of the two hands you have near his sculpt and says, yes, Raya, with a squeeze, we, we are all on the same side. We want the best for each other. This is what friends do. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Ray, you were going to say? Same side. I've known you for all of about two days. <laughs> yes, yes, but you've been, you are in the employ of Aiden, and Aiden's stated goal is to get us what we need and take us where we will. At least for the moment, you would have to agree we're at least close acquaintances. But we really shouldn't dally on the street. With everything that's going on, I wouldn't want to get caught out by the ENP or animates, although I believe that they were taken care of. We should keep moving. Is there any skill that is for reading people or um, anything like that? You you can absolutely roll charm. I, I'm not I'll take minuses cold read. if you want, but... Is cold read? I thought there was one. Nope, there's not cold read in this okay. one. It's very dangerous oh, um, out in the street. Actually, my apologies. Not that you're going to have it, but it's psychology. Oh, <laughs> oh really? No. Yep, oh, yep, yep. Funny. For everyone, that's I remember that oh, discussion. It is psychology. That's that's kind of interesting. That actually makes that's having psychology ten. useful. So now. with a ten, you definitely, without a doubt, see a change in Cal. Again, mm -hmm. you're not stupid, mm -hmm. and you fight. So you've got a bit of that Sun Tzu aspect to it. You're looking always ahead, looking for an opening, considering the future. But Cal seems to be positive. You do not get... You're uncomfortable around mm -hmm. Raya, no question. Everyone's but, uncomfortable. <laughs> and that's because it's everything's black. I just want to say really importantly, Sun Tzu was, knowing, was known for saying, be strapped or get clapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was Is in that the a direct UK. translation? Yeah, like, that, that's, that's a rough translation. That's the second dynasty Tzu. Right. Tzu, right? <laughs> Um, we're going to have to look but, at my book. Of, uh, book I think I have that too. I, I, I can't remember that it's, one. It's, it's, the, it's the King James Version. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> of Sun Tzu. Hey, it's on the internet, so it's got to be cool. Oh, it's on the internet. Oh, yeah. oh that was Abraham Lincoln. I remember <laughs> so, so, Ray, again, Cal is oh. going to be definitely is, is, is being genuine as far as you can tell. Mm -hmm. But, again... There was that change in mood. The mood did not turn to anger, but the mood changed from completely jovial to semi-serious. And so it was something that you do notice. All right, Cal. I've had a really long night. I'm going to give you one chance to tell me exactly what Aiden said about what happened to me tonight. Oh, boy. Oh. Them's fighting words. So, so Cal is no longer on the balls of his feet. He says, Aiden didn't really tell me that much. I can read it from the things that are going on. Something is in you. Aiden said that Sara read you, that Mei Ling read you, and no one seems to know what. A bunch of quack scientists read me. That's what's going on. Um, I, you know, for me, I don't. And actually, the, first the time, one quack in our group. There is a quack. Very <laughs> quiet. About but, but what I'm going to say to you, Ray, is you. You, you, if you. Felt it before. There's a nice change. Mm -hmm. Cal seems to be completely honest with you now. And now looking back, you're kind of like, oh, well, I was being played earlier. And Cal's really freaking good with it. I'm not going to play poker with that guy. Mm -hmm. All right? Cal, Cal says to you, the concern is no one knows. Quite simply. And there are ways to find out. 
And apparently, Sara, I, I guess you would know her much better than I do. Sara has, has pretty much washed her hands of it. That has made Aiden very concerned. I guess from what I've seen, Aiden relies on you quite a bit and wants you safe. We are trying to bring you back to ascertain what we can do. And when I say we, it really doesn't include me. But as the messenger, I think I'm probably the best person. There's something in you that's not supposed to be in you. She would not be the best person. <laughs> we want to help you get it out. There's no freaking spirit. Well, and, and I would agree with you as well. I'm, when I've seen it, it seems to be a much greater possession. Change in hair color, change in eye color, change in demeanor. And I can tell you, Ray, as far as I've seen, you are exactly what you've been the whole time. But if you are possessed by something malicious, it would be good to know, wouldn't you say? You're talking to a guy who didn't even believe in this stuff about a couple hours ago. Hours? And again... Cal looks completely shocked to you. Like, really? Cal looks at you and says, you have been in this land for eight years, and this is the first time that you're questioning it? I applaud you, sir. And, and Cal really looks bewildered. Really honestly looks bewildered. If you wouldn't mind, I would appreciate us continuing walking, but I would love to know... <laughs> how you've missed any of this and do you walk that's question one do you start moving i will take a long size like all right and we don't have to role play it but cal is going to ask you what have you done here and appears no matter what you're willing to say appears to be willing to listen cal will ask poignant questions trying to direct you to well haven't you seen this and the couple of things that you know by name, and you've heard the names, you can choose for yourself how much you've done with them. An Afrit, Spirit of the Wind, Sand Spirit, Creature of the Night. These are all things that Cal will ask. Have you have you had no involvement? Have you had no awareness? Any have you not seen these things? They're fairy tales as far as I'm concerned. Um, I go out on trips with Aiden every once in a while and I've heard him talk about spirits of the sand and all that whatnot, but I haven't seen anything I can't punch, so. A man of your strength is going to be a good man to have. I truly, and, and again, at this point you read no question in this. This is Cal being straight. It says, a man like Aiden is, is very lucky to have you. I, I would appreciate it if we would pick up speed. If the spirits were true, and if they were real, they are strongest directly at midnight. And I know we're coming close to that hour, although I do not carry a timepiece on me. I know we're getting close. If I could ask you to walk a little faster with us. It's very dangerous. And Aiden, I mean Aiden, she looks at you, he looks at you and says, Raya, I, I don't believe that's going to be necessary. Do you start walking quicker? I'll walk as quick as I can. I mean, you're I, not running. There no way but I've already carried two men on my shoulders tonight. So I'm a little beat. We are very almost good, halfway very good. through the 12 and, hours of and, night. Uh, <laughs> Raya, go ahead and give me a wits roll. And Ray, give me a wits roll. 23. Oof. Well, now I don't feel as cool. I got an 18. An 18. <laughs> okay. So, Ray, you are not going to see this. Raya, what all you're going to see is Cal is going to make motion on the outside hand on the opposite side of where Ray is with one finger 
pointing you back, makes two movements, and continues talking to... Okay, I will step back a little bit. Okay. And if you don't stop, and if you don't stop, mm-hmm. we make it to Aiden's house. Okay. So, inside, you, you'll come... It's not Aiden's house, I'm sorry, next door. Mm-hmm. When you come in, Cal will open the door. <laughs> no knock this time, they just walk in. All right? And Cal says, Aiden, Ray is here. Before you begin anything, I believe that we should bring the doctor over and Marood. Uh, that sounds good. I am also going to go get my aunt. What? Like Will she join us? I don't know, but I'm gonna have, I need to have a talk. Okay. Cal looks directly at you and seems to have ignored, and it just has blacked out everyone else and says, Ray, where would you be most comfortable sitting? Because I would appreciate it if you would do that. I just look over to the couch, or the, yeah, the couch that's sitting there. I was like, please. Now, as you walk over, you will see that in the center of the room, there is an outline of something. Now, no idea. Right. <laughs> well, right. Well, you don't know what it is. What I'm going to say is you've seen designs like this mm-hmm. in a number of the places that you and Aiden have gone. Mm-hmm. You've never seen anyone, I'm going to use the words, work something like this. Mm-hmm. But oh, points boy, to you, here we go. Raya, if you'd like to have a seat and, and wait with him, I will be back. And Cal leaves, and you go over to Sara. Give me a charm roll. I know I don't want to role play it out, but give okay. me a charm roll. I was gonna say it's probably like a just loud, angry speaking. Right, I speak. Listen, Aunt. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm telling you this stuff. All right. What do I'm you mean? Oh, oh wow! <laughs> oh I, I think my I goodness. gave her a proper tongue lashing. That's a nineteen. <laughs> And I have a two in Charbel, so that's so 21. So a 21? Gee, my goodness. She, she... <laughs> <laughs> so she argues argues for a bit, bows her head, and says, fine, I will come. You if he, if, you, if he matters that you. much to you, I will. He has been in the family now for, for a few years. She says, but mark my word, if it comes to him or me, you know my choice. And she'll step in. She'll step back in. Shut the door. You can hear her talking inside. It's maybe three minutes. She comes back with you, and she is carrying in her hand something wrapped in cloth. And you guys head down the stairs and over to your place. Uh, on the other side, Cal knocks at the door. Marut opens it. You can see they talk for a bit, and then Cal steps in and says, "Doctor, I believe your services will be needed. How long will it take you to clean this up?" Oh. <laughs> He's got lines drawn. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it is what I'm like, oh, Cal, my boy. Uh, yeah, no, I can clean this up in just a quick Very tip. Good. Uh, and uh, I'm already, like, shuffling as I'm talking. There's, like, tick marks, like, days. You the wall, I feel. <laughs> You actually came in really at an interesting time. I was just telling Maroon about the time that I was a brand new med student and an appendix burst while I was operating on him. It's incredible. Very good, Doctor. Uh, please take the beer with you. Oh, no, this is my second beer. So uh, Good, I'll bring another. Okay, excellent. Uh, we should go, we should go. And I'll yes. just like tack my way over. And Cal says something quietly to Marood. Marood nods his head, hands Cal the beer that he was nursing. Goes in, the two of you walk over to Aiden's. Cal comes over. So now what we have downstairs, do you guys go get Mei Ling and Billings? Uh, Why? I don't know. I'm just asking. They're in the house. <laughs> they're, 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 
Oh, God, what is all the rock? I should, oh. I should say, why would we need Billy? <laughs> I was about to say, well, I'd like to be successful, so why should I bring yeah, Billy? Yeah, what's he? No, Billy is going to come down at the most inopportune time. I'm here with Rocket. Oh, my. Ray is just floating in the middle yeah. of the room. Yeah. Billy's the kind of dude that would come in, trip, and scuff the circle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, dear. And was now that you that unleashed it. Congratulations. The only nice thing is the spirit would go in him and we can kill Billy. Yeah. <laughs> I will go upstairs okay. and knock on the I didn't door. Know invite them down. I, well, I'm gonna I talk barely to know anything about that. Okay. <laughs> um, we are going to be performing an exorcism downstairs. Uh, you seem to be kind of knowledgeable that he is possessed. I don't know what other abilities you may possess, and I do not want to be so rude as to inquire, but if you wish to come down and join us, that may your help would be she gives you. She gives you a very discomforting smile, a grin. I'm going to call it a grin, like a gesture grin. She steps back a little bit and she says, uh, Arthur, would, would you mind if I were to leave for a few minutes? And as, yeah, right. Exactly. You got 20 as minutes. You back, <laughs> as, you, as you pull back, the door slides open. And, and again, although I don't know if it was you that saw him last night, again, Arthur Oddly does not have his shirt on, oh, has, one, <laughs> has one sock on. Again? And, uh, really? <laughs> and Arthur, Arthur's, Arthur says, these yes, yes my dear. At the market. And uh, he, he says, Do you, will you need me? And she says, no, no, it'll be fine. He says, very good. And he lays down. And Mayling comes out with you. For the two of you, Wolf, mm-hmm. it is it is five minutes. If you if you're watching the clock, it is exactly five minutes. If you're not, mm-hmm. it's very quick. The sergeant comes in, mm-hmm. or the I'm saying sergeant because that's what he is. You wouldn't know mm-hmm. the man who's been talking with you comes in, sh- turns the paper to you, and points to the first one. The first one says, "Doctor, you and Frankie need to come to Aiden's house now." He points at that one. Okay. Okay. You notice there's a second second line which says, please sp- spare no time in doing so. And then he points to this one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then nods his head to you. You think maybe thank you or that type. Mm-hmm. Says something to the whaler. The whaler nods her head. You don't see the face. more, Even more so than the mourner's. Her face is completely shrouded. All you see are are the eyes and the very top bridge of the nose. Gotcha. The whaler comes to you, puts one hand and will grab your hand if it's not close. Okay. Grabs yeah. grabs your hand with all six of my. There you go. <laughs> so we'll put your hand palm to palm with hers. Mm-hmm. She will take her second hand, put it over yours, mm-hmm. brush from the front of your fingers to the back, kiss the top of your hand, put her hand back over it. And hand your hand back to you like she is giving you a gift uh, back. Okay. And I, well, I don't know exactly the proper way, but I, like, you know, receive. And I, I give, like, a bow or a nod to her as best I can. And at uh, this point, the sergeant will show you, usher, make the motion to usher you out. Yeah, I'm ushering Dr. Yeah. Wolf. You did not get shown any of the paperwork, so, oh. Wolf... <laughs> That was a weird interchange, and, and Wolf is up. What are you doing? Because yeah. Frank is just sitting there. Yeah, Wolf gives a gives a sigh, and he for a moment because he's sweaty, he takes the mask the mask off for a moment just to rub his brow f- or for a second before putting it back on. Well, I don't think there's much else I can do for the people here, and apparently Cal wants us back as soon as possible. 
Okay, let's go. How quickly do you walk? He is not impaired by a cane. Yeah, no, we're we're moving. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know that we would run, but we're, but, yeah. we're moving. A quick walk. Yeah, a quick, yeah. brisk walk. Brisk yeah. Very good. walk. We're speed walking. Yeah. So, when you come up the steps, do you knock or do you simply go in? In the cases before, you've always just walked in. What did the note say for us to do? Go to uh, Aiden's? Yeah, it said to go to Aiden's. Okay. Yeah. People are just walking in your house willy-nilly, uh, Aiden. I'm... Oh, gonna, as much me. as I don't like this about myself as a subconscious thing, I defer to nobility. So uh-huh. if it, what do you I'm do? Not noble. <laughs> You're the next closest comparatively. Thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, uh, well, so you guys get to the door, and Frankie's looking at, at you, and you're looking at Frankie. <laughs> I go, all oh, right. Well, I knock. So because that's. There is no answer, but you can hear quite a bit of talking because the street is quiet. Mm. You can hear quite a bit of talking next door where you guys are staying. Oh, maybe it's the wrong address. Well, I'll move over to the other address then. And well, we're at the number at the house. The, the number on the note is the house. There was no number. It's, it said to Aiden's home. I thought there was an address. Well, oh, shoot. No, that's right. Yeah, the address is not Aiden's. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. The address we is would next go door. To I'm sorry. Then we I would have gone there. That. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's the one I knock on then. So. Very good. So you guys hear a knock at the door, and you guys, Marood, will open the door. Aiden said for us to come. Yes, quick. yes. Come no, in. Not come. Aiden. Aiden, sorry. Cal said to come quick. Okay. <laughs> Marood shuts the door, and as you come in, Frankie, you will notice that Marood steps back and puts his full body against the door. And at this point, what you see is Ray is sitting on the couch. There are other people sitting around and standing around a large, and you will have seen this before, a large seal or exorcism circle or magic circle, whatever thing in your head you call it. That's what you've walked in on. Wolf, I don't know that you've seen something like this. Uh, I probably would have seen things more. It's more alchemical circles and alchemical seals and sure. stuff like that. So the Why? design, not necessarily the lay. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. Everybody is there except Billings, and in place of Billings, Sara is there. Now in the... <laughs> That's an alchemical circle. <laughs> I've only done this once. <laughs> So, at this point, you see Aiden has a book that he's holding. He has a few little odds and ends as far as trinkets in his hand. Sara is, uh, hey, cat's rolling around a ball. Sara is dressed in a very bright magenta, hey, uh, a very bright magenta sash over her head. She has draped on her body a dark blue a scarf that hangs down to her waist. She has got two candles that she is coaxing to life, basically brushing and blowing on them, and you guys can see that the flames are getting bigger. She sets the two candles down at either side of the circle. She says to you, Aiden, if you will have everyone stand around the circle, but at least two feet back, and she shows you what she means by two feet. All right, so I'll... Direct them all. Ray, you're still sitting on the couch. Um, I was. Um, well, I picture I was more like laying down on the couch. As soon as you start seeing candles come out, I'm like up and attentive. Okay. <laughs> Just like, oh. Do I see salt in this room? Yes. <laughs> I swear. On, you throw in, salt in, in the me. circle, you would have, or just there? I, I, there's like, I imagine like a bowl of salt. All right. Yes, yes, you see it, but not on the circle itself. 
Oh boy, here we go. Aiden, so if you could sit in the middle chair there. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Sara? Sara uh, looks at Sara <laughs> looks over at Ray. <laughs> yes, you should and go says sit to in, you the chair in Egyptian up. because that's what she speaks. Mm-hmm. She says, "Ray, if you would come and enter the circle, I'm going to ask you to step over this symbol." And she's pointing, and she's not stopping. She's right. she's not doing anything. She's pointing. Are you? I'll get up and I'll... I'm actually going to... I was like, all right, off chance that there's some merit to this. Am I supposed to repress whatever feelings I get or just to let it loose? English, Egyptian. Egyptian. Because I'm talking to Sarah, right? She says, if you are what we think, you will have no control. I ask you simply... Oh, joy! Ray, don't be scared. You will either have... (laughs) And she's very matter-of-fact. She says, you will either have no control... Or you will be able to control it. In the time that I've known you, I believe you are a strong man. I think you have a chance of beating this. It is possible this could be could be nothing. And she kind of glances sidelong at, uh, at Mei Ling and says, And a charlatan may have spoken for you. At this point, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what, what that word means. <laughs> charlatan? Oh, she, she looks at you. She says, um, Comment. <laughs> she doesn't. She kind of thinks for a moment. It doesn't. She says, "Just step." It may be this. wrong. Please come in. This <laughs> <laughs> Please come in the circle. <laughs> All right. And she she again is pointing as a specific symbol. Step over that. All righty. Uh, here we go. I guess. And so you step into the circle, and yep. that's how we all die. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yes? I just want to specify where I am in this room. Yes. I'm directly across from Rude on the other side of the circle. Oh, um, from, directly across from Rude on the other side of the circle. Okay. By the very door. Good. I'm Actually, oh, that's that probably is not a bad idea. So I have Maroon at the door. I have the circle with Ray in the middle. Um, directly across is Frankie. So if Maroon is at twelve o'clock and Frankie is at six, Sara is currently at three o'clock. Where is everyone else? I'll start with Ryan. I would be at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. 8. I'm next to my auntie. Alright, would you be at 2 o'clock or 4 o'clock? Probably 4 o'clock. Okay, so closer to Frankie than Maroon. I would like... Just just for fun symmetry, if it's alright with Wright's player, we could be right across from each other. (laughs) I I was thinking of being at, what would it be, 7 o'clock, basically right next to Frankie. So right next to Frankie is Wright... And so basically around 2 o'clock is Wolf. Mm-hmm. Knowing what's going on there, Mei Ling, like you guys think maybe it's instinctive, she walks over and takes up the last space here. Wow. And I believe we, did we have it, guys. everybody on the board. <laughs> so Sara says to you, Aiden, if you, will, if you will tell the remainder of our guests, oh, we are missing somebody. Mr. Cal. Yeah, we are missing Cal. Cal is going to be between oh, Cal and Wright. Okay, I was going to say, all of a sudden he's right next to Wright. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> and that is it. Cal's, Cal steps into is, the circle around the circle. Hello, is, Dr. Wright. Is, is Cal going to push me into the circle? <laughs> <laughs> be gone, demon. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. <laughs> so, so, Sara begins her words. If everybody is silent, all of you will start to get an odd feeling. 
like an electric feeling separating. You guys, you guys <laughs> start feeling the hairs on your arms start to lift. In his head, Frankie starts praying, just going over the different like I don't know. Do you have a called. do you have a litany or do you have a specific religion? Oh, he's Catholic. He is Catholic. Okay, yeah. perfect. I like it. I like it. Um, if everybody would give me a will roll, except Ray. Oh, okay, this cool. is just the math that he I'm trying to stand still, but I'm... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, let's do this. Let's go. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. I rolled double ones. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and there goes your soul. <laughs> no, I, I kind of want to see where this is going. <laughs> Ryan. 15. Wolf. 18. Concentration goes with wits or will? Will. Will. Cool. And that's how Aiden got to this. 19. <laughs> 19 for Aiden has become the true master of Egypt. <laughs> Frankie, when you're ready. Six, a new pharaoh shall rise. Oh, you <laughs> Cosmic power. That's the one I'm thinking of. I am Mumra. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody actually is gonna is gonna have that effect. I'll come back to you, Aiden. The hairs, <laughs> the hairs, the hairs on your arms are gonna start to kind of come up. You're gonna feel an electric tingle run from your ears, both sides, down to your shoulder, and it's not as one. It goes one side, then the other. Oh. You think in your current state, Doctor, right? Jacob's ladder. I mean, you. But but yeah. I'm saying honestly, that electricity and that pattern. <laughs> Very I much. knew I was the Jacob's Ladder all the time. <laughs> Don't you see? You the, didn't the, even the, one, the, the one true Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> I like put my, my fingers up in almost a goalpost sign to see if I get a charge going. Aiden, <laughs> that, that, Aiden, that feeling you're feeling right now is called the quickening. Yes. <laughs> Ray, would you give me a will roll? And then, uh, again, there are chips in the middle if you want to spend. Oh, Tell me where your final roll ends up falling. You will also roll double S. <laughs> Well, that's not what he did. <laughs> so, we're in good, we're in good hands. It could be better though. Yes, it could. Chip, <laughs> we got lots of chips. We got lots of chips. We got a full. I'm gonna go personal corruption first. Okay. That's the exact same roll. Okay. <laughs> it seems well, like destiny. Delve deeper into corruption. Change dice. Right? Change dice. I would re-roll the one yeah. because I hit that. That's yeah. like interference. Oh. Nine nine. So <laughs> okay then. Um, so that is a twenty five. <laughs> nice. Okay. So Ray, for you, you're comfortable. Everybody looks weird to you in the sense that they're all very focused on you as you're as you're looking around. Now, do you do you turn around or you kind of just stand there? I am standing there with my arms crossed, tapping right. my foot. Right. This is stupid. <laughs> I don't know why they have me in here. Yeah, exactly. Who are you facing? Um. Again, Sara was the one who asked you to move in. I would be facing Sara. Very good. And then I'd probably like look back between her and Aiden, I guess. Who are side by side. Mm-hmm. Very good. So. So, for everyone else, that that electrical Sara begins speaking. That that electricity kind of runs down. You're getting the. The bristly hairs happening. Aiden, for you, there's just a warmth comes over you. Oh. Okay? 
you wet yourself. No. Hold on, hold on. Are you serious? So, but but a uh, uh, warmth, a calm comes over you. Uh, a calm similar to you have imbibed hashish before. That kind of just relax, comfortable. You're drawn into the song. Sara's song is taking you're not going anywhere but Sarah's song is taking on a journey your mind kind of wanders with that for the rest of you that song sounds very lilting and then it starts to become harsh I'm assuming all of you are watching Ray yeah mm -hmm. oh, okay absolutely. and Ray is focused on Sarah Sarah as far as you can tell nothing is happening to Ray but if at any point you kind of look at each other Anywhere that there is hair, not on the head. So I don't remember if any of the characters have beards. I don't I believe do any not. of us wear a beard in the group. No. Nope. <laughs> but you'll we notice do now. That. <laughs> 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 but but you'll you'll notice as you if you get a quick look, like for you, right on Cal's arm, the hairs are standing up. In in the case of Frankie, you kind of catch right and. Wright's arms almost look like they're floating. Uh, and it's not a dream state. You really think that might be happening there. And again, a hair on his arms. A quick look to the side, noticing Aiden. Aiden looks stone solid. You're not certain that he's even breathing, but you know that could be just a trick of what's going on. The candles start to dim. They start to go down. I'll notice that. <laughs> You don't see that. Oh, I don't. For the okay. people outside, Aiden, you also don't see that. The right. candles go down. Sara begins speaking louder. The words she's saying become more intense. The candles come back up. She sprinkles something out of her hand across the first candle. It lights up red. You do see the color. Ray, you will see that color pop up, but to you it's kind of, you know, magic tricks. Again, mm -hmm. do you have Doubting Thomas? Is that kind of... Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, so... so magic show. Mm -hmm. For all of you, you will see Sara move around counterclockwise to the opposite candle on the opposite side. As she moves past each of you and your, vi your vision of Ray is <clears throat> slightly interrupted because she's a short woman and I think all of you can see over her. As she walks by each of you, Wolf, and then Raya, and then Wright, and then Frankie, as she walks by, a chill runs down your front, from the bottom of your chin, down your throat, and right to your heart. It's just a momentary thing, but the discomfort that it leaves lingers until she gets back to her space. As she got to the second candle, she toss something over it. Ray, are you turning to watch her? Mm-hmm. Okay. As she got to the second one, she drops another bit of dust, and blue flashes there. She comes back to the front. She has been chanting the whole time. She stops for just a moment. And then she starts in. There's words, but it's less of a chant and more of a wail. For you, Aiden, that comfort is so relaxing. You just, you kind of feel your body swaying. Unlike everyone else who's hearing it as kind of a, a staccato beat, 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 you're hearing it as a beautiful song that you can just float on. Actually, you've not heard Sara sing like this in the past. This goes for about a minute, 
The candles dim again for everybody outside except Aiden. The candles light up, <laughs> and Ray jumps out and grabs Aiden, and we'll end there. Oh, shit! Oh, no. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right. Uh-oh. Next Lame. week. Next week. Awesome. My conduit. <laughs> that was awesome. I am Mugra, the ever-living. Thank you for listening to another NCRP Productions podcast. To stay on top of everything we're doing, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter and like us on Facebook, all at NCRP Productions. You can show your support and help us continue to produce content by joining our Patreon. We offer additional podcasts like our B-sides and have GM materials, maps, and other fun things you can discover over time. You can find our podcasts on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, and many other fine podcast sites. Just look for us at NCRP Productions. We value your thoughts, so please don't hesitate to leave us feedback or comments and if you would like to contact us directly, you can email us at ncrpproductions at gmail.com.